We've all seen a bad mom. Maybe we've even been a bad mom once or twice, on accident. Sometimes moms just screw up. They're like everyone. But at the end of the day, you can trust them. It's like a pact. The unwritten rule is, they have kids too. They get it. They'll look out for your babies. Right, it's mom's instinct. But that's why today's crimes are so messed up. These top 10 dangerous moms go against all instincts. They hurt other people's children and sometimes even their own. It's sickening and it leaves you wondering what went wrong in their brains. all you weirdos. Welcome to the ParCast original, Crime Countdown. I'm Ash. And I'm Elena. Every week we'll highlight 10 fascinating stories of history's most engaging and unsettling crimes, all picked by the ParCast research gods. This episode we're counting down the top 10 most dangerous moms. You know who is the least dangerous mom? Who? Our mom. She is. <laughs> she is where I get my hippie vibes from. Oh, she's the best. I love her. You know what? And as a mom... I can safely say there's never a reason to become a dangerous mom. No. Because <laughs> kids, kids are so cute. Kids don't have motivations to, like, upset you. Like, they rely on you. This is the job you signed up for. Well, that's the thing. Of course, it gets hard. It's, like, stressful. Yeah. Of course. But in my opinion, the benefits far outweigh all of that. Amen. I want, like, five of those little suckers. They're so cute. Whoa. We're going to work through all of that on this episode. Remember, Elena has five dangerous moms, and so do I, but we don't know which mommy dearest the other one has. Intrigue. Let's start the countdown. Now on Netflix, inspired by the unbelievable true story of a fake hitman, comes the new movie, Hitman, from Academy Award nominee Richard Linklater. At 96% certified fresh on Rotten Tomatoes, critics are calling Hitman a smart, sexy crime thriller with surprises at every turn. Starring Glenn Powell and Adria Arjona, Hitman. Now playing on Netflix and in select theaters. Rated R. of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Welcome back to Collector's Closet, presented by the Ohio Lottery. Let's discuss my newest prize possession, this new $10 scratch-off, the $500,000 Platinum Jackpot. The best method I've found so far to help it hold its value is to vacuum seal it. This thing cannot get scratched. What's that? Sorry, my producer's telling me the only way it could be worth up to 500 grand is if I do scratch it? Okay, well, in that case, definitely don't overprotect your $500,000 platinum jackpot scratch-offs. Play them. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Play responsibly. 10. Starting off our list of most dangerous moms at number 10 is Casey Anthony. Ugh. Casey gained notoriety when she went on trial for the murder of her two-year-old daughter, Kaylee. And she was found not guilty in a controversial verdict. Many feel the evidence proved otherwise. Dude, two-year-olds specifically, 
are the cutest. They really are. They are at that point where they're just these like fluffy little chubby things that can like barely form actual sentences and they're just hilarious. Well, and they find like everything cool. Like I remember when your kids were two and it rained, they like were just like standing in the doorway like, duh, duh, what's Uh, up? It's so cute. Why? Ugh. Kaylee Anthony was last seen alive on June 16th, 2008. But for some reason, Casey didn't report her missing for another month. You know what I think it was? I think it was because Casey is like an evil child killer. Yep. So I think that that was it. I I agree with you. That might have been why. She's also a liar. She sure is. The first thing that she told police was that Kaylee was with the babysitter, Zenaida Gonzalez. But that was a lie. Of course it was. Because all she does is lie. Like a liar. The officers searched Casey Anthony's car and a cadaver dog picked up the unmistakable scent of human decomposition. This case infuriates me. So the fact that they found the scent of like decomposition in her car and she was found not guilty. It's like, what? How does that make sense to you? They tried to claim it was like trash. I think they said it was old pizza. Yeah, it was old pizza, like old garbage pizza. Nope. I think those two things smell differently. I can tell you from experience. Yeah, you can. A decomposition does not smell the same as old pizza. I can. I would assume so. You heard it here first, folks. Glad (laughs) to have that confirmed. Casey continually lied about everything from her nanny's existence. She also lied about her job. She said that she worked at Universal Studios. Dream big, I guess. I mean, Universal Studios, I'm sure that's a cool job, but like, why lie about that? It's a random thing to lie about. very random. There was a lot of back and forth in this case with the prosecution and the defense, obviously. The prosecution argued that Casey didn't want to be a mom, so she killed her daughter, which is what I believe. That's exactly what happened. They (laughs) argued the truth. The defense ultimately argued that Kaylee drowned accidentally. Nope. Like, I don't believe it. What? So then why does her car smell like a dead body? And why was she looking up chloroform? Right. None of that adds up. Yeah. I think she wanted to keep her two-year-old quiet. Mm-hmm. And she figured she could give her a little boop, boop, chloroform. And maybe knock her that out for a little while. You're right. Maybe that part was an accident. Like she gave her yeah, too she much. She gave her too much or something. But yeah. I think she was, ugh, I just can't. I think she's just an evil monster. I agree. The case was sensational, and Casey Anthony has remained a recognizable name, as many still don't believe the final verdict. Count me among them. Me too. Nine. At number nine is Wanda Holloway, a mom from Channelview, Texas, who in the early 90s masterminded a failed plot to kill the mother of her daughter's high school cheerleading rival. Wait, what? You heard that right. A failed plot. And it was the mother of her daughter's high school cheerleading rival. Nailed it. Okay. Yes. The intended target was Verna Heath. The mother of her daughter's rival. Why is she killing the mom? Oh, don't worry. You're going to find out. It's, the reason for her going after the mom is even more evil than like going after the kid, I feel like. I know. I don't know why. I was like, why the mom? It's also going after the kid. So Wanda believed that if she killed Verna, the daughter would be too distraught over the death and murder of her mother to try out for cheerleading. That is the most horrific thing I have ever heard. Also, what a stage mom. The stagest of moms. Uh, no, she's one of those moms that's like living vicariously through their kid. Like oh, yeah. she did not make the squad because another girl was better than her. Oh yeah. There's no way Wanda made the squad <laughs> in high school. There's also, no way. I wonder if her daughter knew. I wonder because I'd be like, mom, really? Like you don't think I can just try out? Yeah, like you don't think I'm her? talented, mom? Thanks a lot. Real nice. Cool, bye. Appreciate that. 
it's also one of those things like the celebrities who paid for their kids to go to college and now they're being found out. Oh, yeah. Because it's like, okay, so your kid doesn't have the talent. Right. You didn't teach them enough to or they don't want to go. Right. And you're just creating this for them. It's like, what? That's the thing. A lot of times they don't even want to. Like maybe her daughter didn't even care if this other girl tried out. If your kid's not good at cheerleading. She's not going to make the squad. The also, end. There's life more lesson. important things in life. There sure are. Well, Wanda went to her former brother-in-law to help arrange the hitman deal. Ex-brother-in-law? Yeah, her former brother-in-law. Apparently, she was close enough to be like, hey. <laughs> can you kill someone for me? Do you know anyone that can maybe bump off a cheerleader's mom for What did me? he say? Well, he was like, sure, 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 sure. And then he contacted the sheriff's department. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> he was like, totally. I thought this was going to be Absolutely. like even crazier. And he was like, no. yeah, it's me. I'll, he was I'll just like, it. you know what? Wait here. And then he was like, hello, sheriff's department. Wait here, crazy kids. So she ended up meeting with her ex-brother-in-law in a Pasadena motel. And they were going to hash out all the details. She was ready to, like, get this thing going. She was on wow. board. This is mind-boggling. But he was recording the whole conversation. Wow. Good for the brother-in-law. So Wanda was later arrested and charged with solicitation of capital murder. And she was nicknamed, are you ready for the greatest nickname in the history of nicknames? What was it? The pom-pom mom. So now <laughs> she's, like, out there in jail stomping the yard as pom-pom mom. Can you imagine if pom-pom mom? She's like, yeah, it's me, the pom-pom mom. What's up? <laughs> I'd be like, wow, you're not going to survive in here. I feel like, yes, it's going to be tough for you. Well, she was sentenced to 10 years in her final trial, but was let out on probation after only six months. Only six? Six months. So who's to say that she's not going to carry out a hit on somebody else for like, I don't even know what she would do it for, much less I would assume. Whom's to say? Not me. Eight. Number eight on our countdown of top 10 dangerous moms is Winetta Hoyt. Throughout the 1960s, Winetta Hoyt at first seemed like she was having some very bad luck as all five of her young children died unexpectedly. But an investigation found that she had been murdering them. That's shocking, right? That's horrible. That's a lot of kids. It is. When Winetta's first child, Eric, died, it was attributed to SIDS, which we know as Sudden Infant Death Syndrome. And is the scariest thing on planet Earth when you have kids. Seriously, it's the scariest thing because it's unexplainable. It's all you think about for like the first two years. Of, I can't of imagine. Being a parent is walking in there and putting your finger under their nose to make sure they're breathing. I would just like sleep on the floor of their bedroom. Pretty much. So after the death of her third child, Winetta and her husband turned to a medical researcher because they're like, what's going on? Yeah. And he specialized in SIDS and they're like, we need to find out what's wrong. So the doctor explained that SIDS had a possible genetic factor, and that's why their family was being affected so much. That would have been like groundbreaking. It would have. And he published a landmark paper on their case where he said SIDS could be genetic and related to sleep apnea. Except she was murdering them. That's the big, big problem here. Not genetic. Murder is not genetic. It's not, I hope. No. In the early 90s, a forensic pathologist tipped off the DA about the case and an investigation was opened. Yeah, forensic pathologist. God. Doing the job. So then in 1995, Winetta was convicted of murdering her kids and she was sentenced to 75 years in prison, which I feel like is not enough at all. She needs 575 years. And even that would not be enough. She also confessed that she had smothered all of them, but of course she later recanted that confession in true jerk form. 
And you know what? I can believe certain, like, false confessions. I believe that that happens a lot. But when you confess to murdering your own kids, you murdered your own kids. Well, like, it's like, I don't who think else you confessed to that. murdered them? They yeah. didn't die of SIDS. No, absolutely not. Seven. At number seven this week, Gertrude Banaszewski, a very unpleasant woman, to say the least, who, along with the help of her own children, tortured and killed a young girl who was staying in her home. Is this the Sylvia Likens case? It is. I hate that it's this is a awful. Rough one. Yeah, this case bums me out. On October 26, 1965, police found Sylvia Likens' body in the Indianapolis home of Gertrude Banaszewski. Sylvia and her sister Jenny's parents were uh unstable yeah let's say. yeah they were they moved around a lot i believe they were carnies so they were like yeah so they were going everywhere all the time when they were gone they boarded their daughters with gertrude for a small fee while they continued to do their thing i wish they could have just brought them with them and if you see gertrude you're like oh no i the first thing i would do is not leave my precious children with her would you just start running because her evil is on the outside oh it is she looks like a demon she does she truly does i would have been like oh i'll find something else thank you i'll find literally anyone else and they were paying gertrude but the payments were starting to dwindle and instead of just being like hey guys you need to come get your kids because you're not paying for me to take care of them thank you goodbye she singled out Sylvia to torture her over it. I don't understand this. Because her parents this. weren't paying. It's like, what did she have to do with that? The abuse was first verbal, but then escalated to an unimaginable amount of physical abuse. This case like actually makes my stomach hurt. The details of this one are so hard to read. They're it's, insanely hard. It's a lot. Gertrude even, and this is where it gets worse, she wasn't even the only one doing it. If she had done it, I mean, she's a mother herself. She was like brainwashing people. That's bad enough. She had her own kids and the neighborhood children help her torture Sylvia, who she had confined to the basement. That's so terrible. And even before that, she had them like chasing her to school and like off the bus and everything. This poor girl. So Sylvia's parents visited but somehow weren't aware that anything was wrong. That just makes absolutely no sense. Which I'm like, okay, so you have several seats. Yeah. Sylvia's parents. Right over there. Yeah, because no, there's no way you don't know something's wrong with your child and the, to that extent. The torture that she was experiencing. Yeah. How did you not How see do you that? not know? Well, Jenny, her sister, was threatened not to talk. So she wasn't allowed to say anything, which must have been horrific. I think she was able to later on the stand. Yeah, she was, but awful. Oof. Also on our list at number six is Nanny Doss, also known as the Giggling Granny. That's so much. I feel like it's so terrifying. It is. She was an unsuspecting matronly woman who you'd never guess murdered 11 people between the late 20s and early 50s. I would not guess that an old lady would do that. Not Giggling Granny. So at age seven, she sustained a head injury, which Uh is never good. (laughs) No. It's never going to work to your favor. No. It resulted in blackouts and depression, and she also blamed the injury for her mental instability. Yeah, she might have been right. I was going to say, you know what? I don't think she was wrong. No. So her first marriage was when she was 16. It was, well, it was like a different time. It was, yeah, you know. You know, it was back then. Yeah. That marriage was like a super unhappy one for, I'm sure, plenty of reasons but especially because her middle two children died mysteriously of food poisoning. 
Hmm. Which I'm like, you died of food poisoning? Mysterious. Mysterious. And then a divorce happened because Shocked. I think her husband was like, yeah, I don't believe you. He watched and was like, yeah, no, I'm dipping. He was like, not mysterious, terrifying. <laughs> not mysterious Peace at all. out. <laughs> Nanny remarried, of course, and in the marriage gained two grandchildren. Uh-oh. Both of those grandchildren were super young and both of them died. Oh. And one of them she got the insurance money for. Yeah, that wasn't a plan or anything. No, definitely not a plan. No. Also, insurance money is just never good. No, it's not. Never. It's a sign of things to come. It is. Then there was another terrible marriage. So we're on to like 45 here. That's bad. Her husband reportedly raped her after a night of heavy drinking. And Eek. then, I know, rough. And the next day she poisoned him Whoa. and he died. All right. Then she got married a third time. And after that husband's unexpected death, their house burned down and she collected, guess what? Insurance money. Yes, correct. To ease the pain. Of course. All in all, Nanny Doss killed four husbands, two children, her sister, her mother, two grandsons, and let me take a breath, her mother-in-law. All right, who has bingo? <laughs> she has bingo eight times over. Damn, that's a lot of people. Like, Nanny. Wow. Just stay giggling. Wow, Nanny Doss was scary. <laughs> she was real scary. My goodness. I knew Casey Anthony was going to be on the list. Casey Anthony, I'm shocked, is not number one, to be honest. You know who I'm surprised that I haven't seen yet is Diane Downs. Yeah. I'm like, where is she? Where is she? Uh, where are you, Diane? There's a lot left. There are a lot left. I'm ready for it. Hi, listeners. There's a new Spotify original from Parcast you do not want to miss. It's called Very Presidential with Ashley Flowers, and it uncovers the most damning details surrounding history's most high-profile leaders. Every Tuesday through the 2020 election, host Ashley Flowers shines a light on the darker side of the American presidency. From torrid love affairs and contemptible corruption to shocking cover-ups and even murder, she'll expose the personal and professional controversies you may never knew existed. You'll hear some wildly true stories about presidents such as Richard Nixon, Thomas Jefferson, Teddy Roosevelt, JFK, and more. Very Presidential highlights the exploits you never learned in history class, but probably should have. Family drama, personal vices, dirty secrets. These presidents may have run, but they most certainly can't hide. Follow the fantastic new series, Very Presidential with Ashley Flowers, free on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Five. All right. Let's jump back in with number five on our countdown of Dangerous Moms. Starting off the second half of our list is Diane Downs. Oh! In 1983, Diane claimed an unidentified madman had flagged her car down while she was out sightseeing with her kids at night. 
and shot all of them. But all that turned out to be a lie. Of course it did. Her pants were on fire. I'm so glad that she's on this list. I hate Diane Downs so much. I hate her so very much. The worst. So in May 1983, Diane Downs rushed her children into an emergency room crying for help. Crocodile tears. Crocodile. So all three of her children had been shot by a stranger, she said. Quote, unquote. Quote, unquote. One of the children had already died, unfortunately. I know, that's sad. And the other two were clinging to life. And I mean clinging. Mm -hmm. Downs was also shot, but weirdly... Her wounds were not life-threatening. Isn't it always so weird how, like, the person that does these things... Yeah, it's, it's so fortunate for her. Superficial wounds. S- yeah, so fortunate. At age eight, Christy Downs was the only child old enough to be a reliable witness right. to tell what happened. She was the oldest. So they immediately went to her. But unfortunately, she had suffered a stroke My that God. had rendered her speechless. A stroke at eight years a old. A stroke at eight years old because your mother shot you. While you were sightseeing at night. True nightmare material. However, Diane Downs apparently talked too much. Yeah, so she, she talked did. enough for everybody. And the more Diane talked, the more investigators and reporters were like, oh, what, Diane? You want to say that one more time? Have you she seen a different story every time? Have you seen some of her interviews? Oh, yeah. It's like, girl, you need to calm down times five. She did not study Merrill. No. Because her acting is terrible. She's like smiling through half of them. Yeah, she can't hide how evil she is. And she loved being on camera. Oh, she loved it. Well, this sounds frustrating already because you're like, we have a little witness and she could tell us and she I can't. Know. Well, her daughter, Christy, regained her speech. And in a damning testimonial, she cited her mother as the one who had turned the gun on them. I can't imagine being in that jury Eight and being years like, old. what? And she's got to sit there and be like, my mom was the one who shot me. That's awful. It's insane. I remember you did this case for Morbid. And didn't you say that there was like a specific song playing? Oh, yeah. She was playing Hungry Like the... Is it Hungry Like the Wolf? Oh, yes. Hungry Like the Wolf by Duran Duran. I can't listen to that song anymore. In fact, it came on one of my playlists the other day and I was like, goodbye. And you know what? I love Duran Duran. I know. And I love that song. I hate that that got put in my brain. Murderers ruin things. You know what, though? She's not ruining it for me because I'm going to listen to Simon Le Bon because he did nothing wrong. (laughs) All right. And during the trial, Diane Downs was uh, pregnant. Mind blowing. Yep. She was pregnant. Wearing the maternity dresses, rubbing her belly like she was not a vicious monster. Why don't you just go ahead and walk into the courtroom with both middle fingers in the air? Exactly. Because that's exactly what it was. But this worried prosecutors because they were like, okay, sure, she's a monster. We all know that. Right. But now she's a pregnant monster. And any pregnant monster or woman It like messes human, with your head. People automatically see pregnancy as like vulnerability, maternity. She could never. You know, being harmless, really. Like it's it's just helping. And she her was out. wearing like cute maternity and she knew clothes. It. She knew it. Well, it didn't work because she was sentenced to life in prison plus 50 years. Hey, yo. She did escape the first prison she was in and she had to be relocated to a more secure facility. She escaped in like a crazy way too. She did. I think that was like barbed wire on top of the yeah. fence and she like threw her shirt over it. She's no joke. She's really not. Four. Landing at number four this week is Belle Gunness. Belle Gunness was born in Norway, but immigrated to the U.S. looking to get rich, make a couple bucks, you know. In her search for wealth, it's believed she murdered more than 40 people between 1884 and 1908 before she just disappeared without a trace. 
Jeez, you have to crack a few eggs to make an omelet, I guess. What? In a search for wealth, she killed like 40 people? I've never heard that before. You've never heard that? No. Oh, I love you. I love you too. <laughs> <laughs> well, a few years after coming to the US, Belle lived in Chicago and she got married. And, like, things were going great. Yeah. But then, unfortunately, their house, quote, burned down. Ooh, quote. And they were able to collect insurance money. Wow. I feel like by the end of this countdown, insurance money is going to have lost all meaning to me. Yeah. So they used that insurance money to buy a business. And also, that business mysteriously burned down. Wow. Which led to even more insurance money. This can happen, though. Some people are just genetically followed by fire. Yeah, you know how that happens. Arson is just in their genes. Genetic arson. Yeah, that's it what just they call happens. it. It's very unfortunate. It is. I've never known anybody affected by it directly, but, but she's afflicted with it. Here so. she is. The couple soon had four children, and they fostered another child, too. But two children and Belle's husband died of mysterious circumstances. She needs to stop collecting kids. AKA, I feel as though she did this. I feel as though that too. I feel as though. (laughs) After their deaths, she moved with the three remaining children to a farm and she got remarried, obviously. Man, these ladies collect husbands too. Like it's no big deal. Because you know what husbands come with? life insurance. That's very true. So that husband and one of his daughters died pretty much as soon as she stepped on the scene. It's getting weird. AKA they got murdered. It's getting weird. Since she like pretty much killed everybody off at that point and she was (laughs) living on a farm, she needed some help on that farm. Yeah. So she started posting notices in the paper, like looking for men to come help on the farm. (laughs) And those men tended to disappear, obviously. Well, you know what? They should have looked at the personal ad a little more closely and saw that it said, I killed off all my help. <laughs> I need some more. Come to my farm and help me. You know, they tell you to read the fine yeah, print. you got to look at it closely. I know. Well, on April 28th, 1908, the farmhouse, what do you know, burned down. It's a terrible affliction. What is it called again? Um, genetic arson. Genetic arson, yes. <laughs> yes. And allegedly, it was from arson, but unfortunately, her children were in the house. Oh, that's the worst. I know. There was a body of a woman found that was thought to be Belle, but the body was headless, and it's not confirmed to actually be her. Oh, man. Isn't that crazy? Just found a headless body, and they Intrigue. were like, I think this could be her. That's Belle. Unconfirmed. More and more bodies were found each day that the compound was investigated to the point where people even began showing up to just like watch this whole thing happen. Hello, I would have been one of those people. I know you would have. 100%. I'm not into that. I wouldn't be there. Three. Number three on our list of dangerous moms, we've got Marianne Cotton. Marianne Cotton was a nurse and housekeeper who reportedly killed 21 people between the 1850s and 1870s. She's considered Britain's most prolific female serial killer. Wow. Marianne. Marianne had eight or nine children by her first husband, and we say eight or nine. I was like, eight or nine? Eight or nine, give or take. Uh, Because record keeping was poor, and not all children had birth or death certificates. So they just estimated? They're like, you know what? Put your hands around them, your arms around them, and gather them in and be like, that's about eight or nine. That's about an armful. Yeah, it's about an armful. I got two arms full of kids. I got one and a half armfuls of kids. (laughs) So over the next few years, her husband and most of her children had died of cholera, or typhus fever, 
which that sucks. That does. What's weird is both of these illnesses produce similar symptoms to arsenic poisoning. That's like gruesome. Real gruesome. Now, by the time she had married her second husband, only one child remained alive out of all those kids. Just one out of eight or nine. And this one kid, she's like, all right, I can handle this, I guess. And then all of a sudden she's like, too much. And she sends it to her mother to live. Well, maybe she was too tempted to like murder again. And she was like, I can't do it. Like you started off with eight or nine. You're down to one and you can't handle that. You're like, well, there goes that. At least she didn't get murdered. Jeez Louise. I know that's good. Unsurprisingly, she had taken out life insurance on all husbands. All husbands. And as many children as she possibly could. You don't say. She took out life insurance on all the husbands. I told you, husbands come with life insurance. They do. That's just like part of the deal. I'm not signing up for that. Don't. In fact, I got like a notice in the mail and it went directly into the paper shredder. You were like, no, no, sir. Like, Who do you want to be your like $1,500 beneficiary? I, I know that. <laughs> I know that game. So her second husband... He didn't live either. Wow. He died of intestinal problems. And she quickly married a third, whose infant died soon under her care. An infant? An infant. That's really sad. Like a tiny little baby. That's so terrible. Also, like, these women have the power to just snag dudes to marry. Isn't that crazy? I got one to propose to me, and I was like, phew. I'm not even there yet. Did it. All right. All right. We're done, Ski. We did it. Marianne went to visit her ailing mother, which uh, as soon as I read that, I was like, oh, no, 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 no. No, she's not a visitor that you're going to no. be excited to see. Tell the hospital that she's not allowed. You know what, Marianne? I'm actually super yeah, busy don't today. Do it. Well, she went to visit her ailing mother, who was recovering, but suddenly died of the same intestinal complaints as Marianne's other victims. No. Her weird, own mom. Weird coincidence. Yep, her own mom. Her third husband, he was suspicious. Finally. He was like, things are weird. Her third husband? Yeah. Her third husband was like, you know what? What happened to the other two? Things have gone awry. What made him suspicious was that she was very much insisting on a life insurance policy. And he threw her out because he found out that she had also been stealing from him. Ooh. So he was like, yeah, too much is she happening She was just here. like, sign this thing that I'm going to kill you after you sign. I mean, just, just sign it. let me just take your fine. wallet real quick while right? I'm at it. When her fourth husband... And his children died. An investigation was opened. Finally. So four husbands, countless children. And finally, they were like, we should look into this. We should maybe do something about all these weird, like, killings. She has such bad luck, this poor woman. Weird disappearances surrounding this woman. Well, luckily, she was found guilty. And she was hanged on March 24th, 1873. See you later. Goodbye. Bye, Marianne. We won't miss you. Whew. These are some bad moms. Bad moms. Diane Downs. Are you taking notes of like what not to do? Um, yeah, sure. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> do Don't not murder, murder children. I got it. Don't kill John. You know what? I can remember that one. That one's up in my head. <laughs> Just a mental name. Yeah. Don't kill John. Don't kill kids. Got it. There got you go. It. Perfect. All right, cool. Just make sure you remember. I'm glad I'm learning from this. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Who would you say is like the most surprising on here so far? You know, at first, Casey Anthony still to me is like the worst. I don't know what it is about her. It's mm, just like... I think it's the fact that she just like partied after her and daughter. And that she got away with it. Yeah, that she got away yeah, with it. She got away with it. But Diane Downs... She is crazy. When you told that story on Morbid, it like shook me to my core. 
It's so. one of like the cases that interests me the most just mm-hmm. because I'm like, how did you how? do that? And how? also, why did you think that people were going to buy that you were sightseeing at night? Because it doesn't make any you know sense. Why? You can't see at it's night. It's the best time to sightsee, obviously. I guess Especially so. with little kids. I, duh. Who doesn't love Past that? bedtime. Let's go sightsee. But she's the worst because she ruined Duran Duran. So yeah, she's out of here. Who do you think is going to be the final two? I don't know. Well, you know one of them. Well, I know one of them. I wonder who it's going to be. What you got? Two. The runner-up spot on our countdown of Dangerous Moms, number two, is Juana Barraza. Juana Barraza had a terrible mother of her own before she went on to have her own children, become a Mexican wrestler, and then, in the early 2000s, she started to secretly murder elderly women. That escalated quickly. It did. It went from like, (laughs) oh, she had a baby, she got a job, oh, no. (laughs) Well, Juana's alcoholic mother sold her to another man when she was young, apparently just for three beers. So she Charlie Mansoned her. I wrote that down. Yeah. yeah. She Charlie Mansoned her. That doesn't end well. Never does. Yeah. Learn. Clearly makes a murderer. Learn from the mistake. And that right there obviously set Wana up for resentment toward mother figures. Yeah, I can understand I that. Guess you can't be mad at them all, though. But like, I get it. It's your mom, deep-seated. Your mom sold you, so. Yeah. Wana also was raped at one point, which Oof. is very sad. Yeah. And she became pregnant by her rapist. Ooh, awful. I know. After that, she ended up in Mexico City with her son looking for a job. While there, she became a super big fan of Mexican wrestling. And actually, she even worked as a popcorn vendor at the events. Wow. And then she eventually became a wrestler herself. Get it, girl. So, like, she's doing the thing. Moving on up. But then a lot of elderly women began turning up dead. Oh. And at first, the police suspected that a transgender woman was responsible because of the rarity of, like, cisgender female serial killers. Wow, what a leap. I know, right? They're like, it must have been (laughs) Yeah, it cannot be. No, but obviously they were wrong because it was Juana. Sure was. And she was methodical. She found women over 60 that lived alone, that were on government assistance, so that she could pose as a government worker. The worst. They figured that she had most likely, like, gained the trust of these old women, and that's how she was able to get in the house so easily. Because she's like, look at me, an unassuming government worker. How do you prey on old people? I don't know. I don't get it. She would rob them. But the thing is that the crimes like didn't seem motivated by money because the amounts were super small or she would just take small tokens. So this was all like mommy issues. Mommy issues. This was like mother figures. Got to get rid of them. Yeah. And all in all, she was charged with 11 murders, but she's believed to have killed 40 to 50 people. Jeez. All elderly women. That's awful. It really is. You're the worst, Wana. Hate you. One. That brings us to number one on our countdown of the top 10 dangerous moms. It's Amelia Dyer. Amelia Elizabeth Dyer was one of the most prolific serial killers in history. Despite having children of her own, she spent 30 years in the mid to late 1800s secretly murdering many others. My God. This story 
is going to blow your brain apart. It's really going to take its spot at number one. She was a baby farmer. A what? Just let that settle in. A baby that farmer? Term. I'm just picturing cute little babies in overalls. That is not it at all, but I love that visual. Oh, no. It was a practice in Victorian England where a poor mother would give up her baby for a fee so that it could be adopted and cared for. Okay. Dyer would murder the infants given to her. No. By neglecting them or by violence. And then would hide their bodies and pocket the money from their mothers instead of caring for them. What do you get out of killing an infant? You have to be on some like next level, like Dante's a Inferno. Baby killer. Like you're on a whole nother playing field of evil. You're a serial killer of babies. And infants. That is just the purest of you're evil. You're a baby killer. Well, she initially was only charged with neglect and punished. Not murder? And punished. With only six months of hard labor before being freed. Six months. Six months. For murdering babies. For murdering many babies. After she got freed from her six months of like, I don't know, doing nothing. Of just like picking up trash, just probably. being dumb. She returned to baby farming immediately. Of course she did. But she just was more discreet this time. That's what she figured that's out what in she her learned. six months. Yeah, that's, what, that's the lesson she took from it. Great. was like, Love don't that. get caught. Now, using estimates based on timelines and years active, this is so crazy. What? She likely killed between 200 and 400 children. 200 to 400 kids. Babies. 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 How do you do that? It's unreal. And after bodies of infants were found in the Thames... She was found guilty by a jury on May 22nd, 1896. Thank God she was actually Thank stopped goodness. at some point. Did she get six months? Another six? She was hanged at age 59, which was a very rare sentence for a woman in Victorian England. But very fitting. My goodness, she earned it. She definitely she did. She certainly earned it. Her crimes spurned reforms in the baby farming industry, and eventually fathers of the children could be held liable to support them. Which Maybe like, we should have done that in the beginning. Yeah, that would have been a nice place to start, I hey, think. fathers. But, you know, let's hindsight. Let's I get suppose. rid of baby farms. Yeah, let's not do that. Wow. Number one was number one. If number one was anywhere else on this list, yeah. I would have been like, I gotta go. I would have been like, what are you doing? It included the word baby farm. Baby farm. That's, yeah. I guess the only lady missing on here is like Joan Crawford. Yeah, and I think it's just because she didn't kill anyone. No. <laughs> she, she was, was dangerous. Mad. She was scary. But she wasn't like killer kids dangerous. That's true. That we know of. Yeah, <laughs> that we know of. That's for sure. What was your personal favorite? Was Diane Downs still it? I mean, Diane Downs is definitely... Diane Downs and Casey Anthony are the ones that like enrage me. Because you just get the most angry at them. But I, I'm pretty mad at this baby farm lady. Yeah, they have the most punchable faces. They do. But the baby farming woman, yeah. I think Amelia Dyer takes the cake as the absolute worst. I completely sure. agree. Well, thanks for listening. We'll be back next week with another great episode. Remember to follow Crime Countdown on Spotify to get a brand new episode delivered every week. You can find all episodes of Crime Countdown and all other podcast originals for free on Spotify. Spotify has all your favorite music and podcasts all in one place. They're making it easier to listen to whatever you want to hear for free on your phone, computer, or smart speaker. And if you can't get enough of Dangerous Moms, check out our After Crime Countdown podcast playlist on Spotify where we've handpicked even more episodes about this week's stories that we think you'll enjoy. 
And if you like this show, follow at ParCast on Facebook and Instagram and at ParCast Network on Twitter. And if you like us, go follow our other podcast, Morbid. You can find that on Instagram at Morbid Podcast and on Twitter at AmorbidPodcast. Do it. Bye, everybody. Bye. Crime Countdown was created by Max Cutler and is a ParCast Studios original. It is executive produced by Max Cutler. Sound designed by Kevin McAlpine. Produced by John Cohen, Jonathan Ratliff, and Kristen Acevedo. Crime Countdown stars Ash Kelly and Elena Urquhart. It's the most powerful position in American politics, and arguably the world. But behind the oath to preserve, protect, and defend lie dark secrets posed to leave some legacies in disgrace. Don't forget to check out the new Spotify original from Parcast, Very Presidential with Ashley Flowers. Every Tuesday through the 2020 election, host Ashley Flowers shines a light on the darker side of the American presidency, exposing wildly true stories about history's most high-profile leaders. To hear more, follow Very Presidential with Ashley Flowers, free on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts.